you're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. The American Icon. Many roll through the drive-thru for this classic. You guessed it. We're talking about burgers. The OG burger is all beef, drizzled with ketchup, and cozied up between two soft buns. This is delicious, don't get me wrong. But what if we rethought the burger? I don't just mean using turkey meat or chorizo instead of beef, although those two combined would be absolutely amazing. I mean, really rethinking burgers so that they can be delicious and perhaps even allow us to eat more veggies in a slightly more gluttonous form. Let's start in the pantry. Yeah, you heard me right. I know there isn't any meat in there, but that's okay. You don't have to have animal protein to make a burger awesome. Almost anything you have in your pantry can be made into a burger. A can of beans, lentils, rice, or a combination of any of those two. Even a can of tuna or a can of salmon can be transformed into a burger. The key to making a burger out of beans, legumes, or pulses is to smush half of the ingredients so they act as a binder without having to add any eggs or flour. For example, a black bean burger. I like to start with two drained cans of beans. Run half of them through the food processor, or you can smush them with your hands. Totally up to you, and really it breaks down to what you want to end up cleaning when you're done. My food processor goes in my dishwasher, so I don't mind using it. If you do end up using the food processor, you can also chop onions and carrots and then add those into the burger as well. I feel like with black beans, you automatically think of the Southwest or like Mexican flavors. And if that's where your mind went, awesome instincts. At this point, you'll want to stay in your pantry because you're going to need some additional ingredients, some dried herbs and spices. If you're going with a Mexican slash Southwest flavor combination, grab cumin, coriander, paprika, and oregano. Start with like one to two teaspoons of each and then adjust to taste. Remember, you can always use your hand to measure using the palm of your hand and then kind of getting an idea of how much you're adding from there. Stir in all of these ingredients until it comes together. Next up, you'll want to make sure that your pan is hot. Drizzle in a little bit of olive oil in the pan and make sure that your hands are well lubricated as well. That just means rub some olive oil on your hands. This is going to make it a lot easier to roll the burgers. So you want to grab enough of the black bean burger combo to fit into your hand and then form it into a sphere. Then you'll press the sphere down once the the first side hits the pan. So you'll press it down completely in the pan. I like to go for like an inch thickness. I find that that's a really good consistency. It heats up pretty quickly and it actually forms like a nice meaty burger. Whatever bean or legume that you're using to make these burgers, remember that they're already cooked, so all you really have to do is heat the burger through. Alternatively, if you don't want to stand over the stove and wait for these to cook, you can toss them in the oven. I like to put them on a sheet tray lined with parchment and then pop them under the broiler for like two to three minutes on both sides. Please be careful. Don't put it at the top, like super, super top right next to the broiler. Your parchment will catch on fire. I can assure you of this. I've done it twice. So make sure that you are like two or three racks down and that you do keep an eye on it because that is really, really, really important to not lighting your house on fire. If you're nervous, 
don't use parchment and just put it on a sheet tray or in a pan that's oven safe. But if you are using parchment, you really have to watch it. KK, cool? Awesome. Good talk. So when the burgers are done, whether you did them up in a pan, which is probably the easiest, you just have to baby them a little bit, or put them in the oven, you want to layer them on a crunchy bun. The reason I say a crunchy bun is because these burgers are kind of soft and I feel like you just need a little bit of play and texture there. So layer them on a crunchy bun, add your favorite veggies. For this burger in particular, I recommend a layer of cilantro instead of lettuce, avocado, and tomatoes. You can even add a nice little drizzle of chipotle mayo. I think that would go really well. And for those of you out there who are not super huge mayo fans, like myself, you can always do chipotle combined with Greek yogurt. I feel like that's a really good combination as well. This is also an awesome alternative to Taco Tuesday. Bring the taco hamburger. Not really. Let's just call it a black bean burger, but black bean burger Tuesday. Why not, right? Okay, so now back to the OG burger. I'm not going to get wild and crazy with this, but this is a great tip to elevate your homemade burger. Start with ground beef. I really like the 90-10 mix. I know chefs out there swear by a 75-25 or an 80-20, but honestly, like I don't like that much fat in my pan and it just makes a mess. And if you're not sure what these numbers mean, it, it's basically just the fat percentage to ground beef percentage, or actually it's, it's the opposite. So it's the first number is the amount of ground beef in your patty, and then the second number is the amount of fat. Again, I like to do a 90-10, but you can use the mix that you like. Add in a couple of dashes of Worcestershire sauce, or you can use soy sauce. Here in Germany, I have not been able to find Worcestershire sauce, so soy sauce has been my go-to, and it works just as well. Basically, we're just looking for a little extra umami, a little extra flavor, and a little extra moisture. I also like to add in sautéed carrots and onions. So for this, I use the food processor to buzz up the carrots and the onions until they're almost liquefied. And then I add them to a pan with a little bit of olive oil. Mind you, this can be the same pan that you're going to cook your burgers in, so don't worry about getting things dirty. And then you want to saute them until they're just soft. You want to allow them to cool before adding them to the ground beef. So pro tip here, best way to do this is to cook the veggies first, let them cool in the bowl that you're going to mix everything up in, and then add in the ground beef so that you're not getting multiple bowls dirty. Once everything's cooled, once your ground beef is in there, once your soy sauce or Worcestershire sauce is in there, you want to combine everything together. Be sure not to overcombine though, right? Like if you work the meat too much, it's going to become tough, chewy, not fun. And that I find is the biggest problem with burgers. So have a very gentle touch when you are mixing everything together. You don't need to mix it for multiple minutes. It literally just needs to come together and everything should be well distributed. So when everything is just combined, stop. Get your pan hot. You don't need to add oil to it because the meat is going to release fat on its own. And then be sure to lube up your hands with some olive oil. I do this every time I make a burger or meatballs or meatloaf. It really helps to prevent sticking. And I actually, I learned this trick from many Italian nonnas. But what's funny is that I didn't learn it from my Italian nonna. So shout out to Denise and Concettina out there. Thank you, ladies, for teaching me this trick. Okay, so gently roll out the burger into a meatball. You can grab as much as fits into your hands, or you can do smaller pieces to make sliders, whatever you and your family like best. But roll it out into a meatball. Again, be gentle with it. And then you want to press it into a burger. 
So flattening it on all sides as it kind of like goes around your hand. And at this point, most would put the burger into the hot pan, but I highly recommend pressing a small divot into the center of the burger. It doesn't have to go all the way through the burger, just deep enough so that it looks like a crater in the center. And you just have to do this once. But this is gonna help prevent the burger from creating a dome on top. It helps keep it flat and it actually helps it cook a little bit faster because of that divot in the center. So you're gonna have flatter burgers and they're gonna cook faster. You'll wanna cook the burger on both sides to your desired internal doneness. Personally, I like mid-well, closer to well. So depending on the size of your burger, that can take anywhere between three to five minutes on either side. The way this burger comes out is super juicy because of the added veggies and the added Worcestershire sauce. It's really one of my faves. I actually had it for dinner tonight. Hey! Remember that you can take your family to a different country for dinner every night. All you have to do is open up your spice cabinet and explore new flavors. Next time you're making burgers, think of it as a blank slate. Smell the spices and herbs together, choose a country on a map, and really, like, this can be a really fun way to explore a variety of different flavors. For more burger inspo, be sure to check out my Instagram page at Save Time Cooking. And tomorrow I'll be posting a reel on how to use lentils to make a burger. Be sure to check that out. As always, thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettywellness at gmail.com to leave comments or tell me about show topics you'd like to hear. Check out IGTV for my new weekly series called Mama, What's in Your Pantry, where I go live every Wednesday with a busy mom. She surprises me with three items from her pantry and I give her inventive ideas on how to use those items. Reach out via IG if you'd like to go live with me. If you find yourself looking in your pantry and fridge, uninspired to make dinner, check out my Save Time in the Conchina mini course, where you'll learn some of my best ways to make dinner with what you have on hand. Follow the link in the show notes to learn more.